everyone. Welcome back to Salt and Burn This, a Supernatural Rewatch podcast. My name is Sammy. I'm Valerie. And welcome back. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> like you always Maybe. pause like there's going to be somebody else saying, and I'm... <laughs> I know, because like I always like want to say something. I'm always like, did I say welcome to the podcast or thanks for joining <laughs> us or this is, am I repeating myself? I need uh, to learn from my mistakes and just like write a little script at each time yeah. just for the intros and the outros so I'm not like bumbling around like an idiot. <laughs> so uh, I was telling you that my sisters and I are going camping mm-hmm. and uh, one of the things we plan on doing is like doing a lot of day hikes and stuff like that. And I remember that I have a pair of hiking boots from back when I lived in Virginia. We actually did a lot more hiking, but I was trying to remember the last time I wore these boots because not a lot of hiking in Manhattan. Yeah. Um, haven't been any hiking since I moved here. And I was trying to remember back when the last time I wore them. And last time I wore them, I was in LA and I went hiking with a friend of mine, but it was like straight up for most of the morning, just straight up. And so by the time I got to the top of wherever we were going, you know, you get that like leg fatigue you know, mm-hmm. I, was just, I was tired, but I was like, I was ready to turn back down yeah, and, yeah. and head back. And so we rested for a little bit, turned around, started to hike back down. But by then my legs were just kind of a little bit jelly. Mm-hmm. And as we were coming down the same sleep, steep path, I, I stepped on like some loose gravel and I slid. And normally you can catch yourself, you know, when you mm-hmm. slide, but because my legs were a little like, Ooh, yeah, I slid and I kind of fell forward a little bit. And then my backpack hit me in the head (laughs) and that sent my head like over my knees. And I started running down the trail because I couldn't stop myself. That's scary. So it just started my momentum. And so I'm running down this hill and I can hear my friend behind me going, what's your hurry? (laughs) (laughs) You know, as I was, you know, doing that road runner legs down the path, I finally was able to like, you know, hit the brakes and stop mm. myself. But I was like, oh, so that was the last time I wore those boots. Right. I had a t- <laughs> traumatic experience. So I have a, a gripe to make about Grubhub. Uh-oh. Um, today, they offered, quote unquote, free lunch to New York City. Because um, I think they're trying to bring users back to their app. Okay, technically the free lunch is like up to $15, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But but still, like when you're ordering off these delivery apps, like those fees and stuff like add up like crazy. Yeah. And I ended up still paying about $12 um, <laughs> for a freaking salad. Oh my um, gosh. But <laughs> I don't think that Grubhub really gave a good heads up to any of the restaurants. Oh no. It took like two hours for it to be delivered to me. And I am not blaming the restaurant at all. This is not their fault. It's like I looked on like Twitter on Mm -hmm. uh, Grubhub's Twitter and it's just filled with people People. having the same complaints being like, what is your, why did you do this? Oh my God. Like this was a bad plan. This did not roll out well. These poor delivery workers are like stretched thin. By the time I got mine and I went down and I wasn't mean, I totally understood. Sure. But he was just, I don't think he was yelling at me. He was just <laughs> yelling in the vicinity of me. You know, I was there for someone, you know, to complain to, I guess. 
I don't know. He was just like, two hours, two hours delivery. And I, but I don't know uh, if he was yelling at me like I needed to, I should like have it was, done it two hours in advance. Or if he was just saying like, it's been taking I me two hours to deliver hours things. To yeah. Oh, gosh. I Wow. I feel bad for every, every delivery person because... Like, and restaurant who like I even saw pictures of like this is what your free promo actually looks like and it's oh. just like one of those ticket machines you know like when they get uh, online orders just piled up. up it's just piles of the tickets because they can't keep up oh my god and then I felt bad for taking advantage of the quote unquote free lunch promo but <laughs> I was just like mm-hmm. <laughs> yours was probably not the one that tipped him over the top but you know season three episode eight a supernatural christmas a very supernatural yeah oh very supernatural well it it blinks in and out right Sam and Dean Winchester investigate a series of murders in which they are taking up the chimney. Written by Jeremy Carver and directed by J. Miller Tobin. Can I can I ask an upfront question from the beginning? Mm-hmm. Did you like this episode? I did. <laughs> okay. I thought it was fun. I thought it was a good a good episode. There were parts of it. I was like, oh, they're trying. Like there, some of it. I felt like it, they they were trying to fill in gaps. It felt a lot longer than most episodes, particularly yeah. when I was note-taking. I was just like, oh my god, this is like going on forever. <laughs> yeah, I usually can look up at the time bar and be like, oh wow, this is zooming right by. But every yeah. time I look at the time it was bar, the it's like, opposite. oh god. Yeah, I was yeah. like, yeah, I still have 20 minutes to go. So it wasn't bad. I love this episode. I, yeah. I thought it was great. I want to say that in this episode, they had some of the best guest acting as far as more than just one guest actor. Mm-hmm. the the two Ozzy and Harriet type characters that, that come on brilliant brilliant love them both I love the characters and I love the actors playing the characters in direct contrast to that couple that was on the um or earlier on in the season that I just absolutely hated in um Seven Deadly Sins oh the hunter couple the, yes yeah like hated those characters hated the actors yeah um this time I was like, oh, I love these two. And I love the actors. <laughs> so anyway, and I also loved uh, the the children once again, children, child actors on Supernatural. Yeah. Great job. There's two special things in this yes. episode right at the top. One is like that really old fashioned, the, I think the, it's from like the 70s or the 80s where it's yeah, like a special presentation. Yep. The word special spins in, in you know, coda colors. <laughs> yes, with that like synthesizer music. Uh, Kripke fought to get this in. Like he was like, I don't know why I was stuck on having this, but I just want it to feel like it's a Christmas special, like they used to do. Oh my! Back gosh, in the great. day, I- but it was really hard for them to find because like no one knew who did it. No one knew who the music was by. Like it took them forever. To finally find it, so they can oh, use it. I, I totally. I when back in the days when I was watching TV and those specials would come on, the TV channel would also come on with that special spinning logo. Yeah. So for me on the East Coast when we were living, 
it was TV 38 Boston. So oh. it would do TV 38 special uh, oh, I see, in the I see. spin. And I was like, oh, what's going to be on tonight? Yeah. You know? So I, I totally bought it. I was like, this is going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be a special. So I loved it. I was like, oh, hey, no, no recap. It's just the special. Yeah, yeah. Glad you dug in for that. And then in our then, it's one year ago in Seattle, Washington. We see a grandfather coming home for Christmas. Grandson, super excited to see him. And he teases grandson. It's like, oh, I don't know if Santa's going to come. You know, only if you've been a good boy. Right. And then right. a split second later, we see grandpa dressed as Santa. He's, <laughs> you know, fiddling with the tree. Rings some sleigh some bells in order to bells. lure the, yeah. the sun out. Um, then starts putting presents under the tree. Very cute. Very cute. Until <laughs> he hears a thump, thump, thump up on the rooftop. Not quite reindeer paws. Um, <laughs> but the little boy has come down the stairs because he heard yes. the jingle bells. He's like, oh my God, it's Santa. Yes. So he's sitting on the stairs and he's listening. Gleefully he, watching gleefully Santa. Here's, here's the thump, thump, thump. And he's like, reindeer. Yes. <laughs> And, and also some ashes fall into yep. the fireplace from the chimney and grandpa goes to investigate and a few seconds later gets thrusted up the chimney from something. He's screaming. There's awful bone crunching sounds until yep. there's the final one. <laughs> no more screams. And then a, a dismembered Santa boot, <laughs> bloody boot, falls down from the chimney. Down to the and chimney, and the little, little, little boy's boy. like, Santa? <laughs> so my brother-in-law, a couple times when the kids were younger, did the whole Santa on the roof thing. Like, he would go up on the roof and go, you know, thump, 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 thump. And he would yell, ho, 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 down the chimney to get the kids to go to bed. And unfortunately, one night when he did this, I think one of them was just a little too young and it scared them. <laughs> and like, oh, you know, and so not the quite the same effect they wanted when I was watching this. I was like, don't trick kids like that. Yeah. You never know what kind of reaction you're going to get. And then we get our second little special twist, which is a completely new, different uh, title splash. It starts yeah. with like an ornament. You know, in the middle of the screen, which then bursts open. Um, and it's snow. It's snowing. It's, it's like the ching, 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 ching. Yep. And uh, it says, a very supernatural Christmas. The Avery and Christmas are in those, like, motel neon lights. Neon tube lights, yes. Yeah, and then the very is, like, flashing on and off. <laughs> Similar yep. to the, the no in a no vacancy <laughs> right Something. oh good it's call, like i Billy. liked that i like that they put a little call out flavor in there so we are the next uh chiron we we see for uh, map questing is ypsilanti michigan right did i say that right yes. ypsilanti i think so yes. <laughs> <laughs> got me <laughs> yeah ypsilanti um sam and dean are FBI guys, um, and they're talking to a mom uh, about uh, the disappearance of her husband. Uh, this shot starts with like a little girl standing in the doorway, like in the, the storm door doorway, and she's just like, 
I don't want, I don't want to call her creepy, but she was like this obviously shocked or traumatized little girl, just standing stiff as a board (laughs) in that window and that door. I was like, okay, (laughs) (laughs) that's not good. And then it pans over to, to the mom uh, who's saying, you know, he was there one minute and the next thing, you know, he was gone. We heard thumps and then he was gone. Dean is asking the questions. Sam isn't in the picture just yet, but Dean is like, you know, were the doors locked? Sam comes out and they both, Sam and Dean are like, all right, nothing else we can do here. We're going to go. And uh, they walk outside to a beautiful spring-like day in Michigan. (laughs) They're not wearing, there's no snow on the ground. They're not wearing their, you know, winter coats, not, you know, it's, there's beautiful leaves on the ground like it's a you know a fall day okay Um, I'm gonna put I'm gonna tell you what I wrote down because the first time I wasn't watching that closely so I wrote down right here because Ypsilanti Michigan is just outside of Detroit so it's close to eh, it's not quite in between Toledo and Detroit but Probably within the same distance, you know, just like it's, okay. like it's like a touch to the left of Detroit. Having been in Toledo in the winter, <laughs> I wrote down, it's way too warm out to be Michigan in winter. Kripke knows better. <laughs> so just hold that for a second. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but that was the first thing I noted. I was like, where are their coats? Me too. Why can't we see their breath? Why isn't it raining? You know, yes, uh, those it's, like, are it's all those thoughts. Christmas time in yeah. Michigan. So yes, they walk on? out into a warm spring day, <laughs> Christmas yeah. time. And Sam mentions that he finds or pulls out a tooth, a Ooh. human tooth, blood, blood still at the root that he Whoa. had found in the chimney. But how is that possible? That chimney is way too small for a human to fit up through. So what why was the? he there? What's going yeah. on? Research time. Yep. <laughs> So we catch up with them at a motel, and I just call this motel the Green Motel because everything in it was green, like avocado green or off-hunter green. The couch, the the cabinets, the wallpaper was mostly green motif. I was like, this is, like, nauseatingly green. I was very confused by the theme of this motel because yeah. on, like, one wall, there's, like, a huge hunting mural. mural. <laughs> Right. And then on the other side is this wallpaper with like hydrangeas and poppies yeah. and it's floral. I'm like, what the hell is going on? I couldn't tell you. I thought about it. I was like, nope. I have no well, idea. I did catch because I was looking up something else, but um, I didn't catch it myself. I cannot take credit for it. But apparently this was like the Thomas Kincaid motel. Oh, that's why there was the hunting. That's why there was that mural. The picturesque but, kind of stuff, which they attributed to a call out from Sam being in a in a like Hallmark Christmas movie called The Christmas Cottage or something oh that I think was God. a Kincaid Christmas Cottage. I do not know. I cannot vouch okay. for that. Okay. Well, I, I guess Sam I can buy that because... <laughs> like, I always thought the Kincaids also had like that fake lighting painted into them they always seem to be lit from behind but it was his painting technique yeah um and it always made me think of these are really ugly paintings because they just yeah my art teachers hated him <laughs> let's looked on him with disdain yeah anyway they were in the motel 
this crazy so motel. Sam's uh, researching. Dean's gone grocery shopping. So Dean, I love this. You know, Dean always the provider. You know, <laughs> always bringing Sam food while Sam's doing the researching. Mm -hmm. And uh, Sam's researching. You know, Christmas anomalies like Krampus. You know, mm -hmm. the the not quite. I would. <laughs> I don't know what to say about Krampus. Um, well, he's like a horned half demon, half goat, half god who scares children who've been misbehaving. Uh, yes. You know, so in like the to... old stories, it's like Santa Claus or Saint Nick or the Christkind um, mm -hmm. came for the good children. And then the Krampus came for the bad children. Bad so children. Right. the morning after, you know, the good kids would be playing with their presents and the bad kids would be or nursing their he... injuries because he <laughs> like whipped he them. There's a lot of crazy things about Christmas. They get it kind of wrong here because they say I, it's yep. Santa Claus's brother. You know, he's the anti-Claus. And then they name a bunch of different things, which... Which are not the, which are not the anti-Claus. Right. Nor they, they are mention, they ever Santa Claus's brother. Right. They, what is it? They, I can't read my writing. Um, Bell's Nickel. Oh, Bell's Nichols is actually, I think, supposed to be Santa Claus's brother, but he's still a good guy. Right. But he's the one who whips who whips kids. Um, no. Black Peter. No, the Krampus is the one who hurts kids. Um, Bells Nichols, I heard or I saw quickly that he, <laughs> on New Year's Eve, he puts cookies and treats on empty plates that are left out for him. Wow, you and I looked at very different sites. We for must have. But you know what? The, the world of Santa Claus... And his various sidekicks, both good and evil, mm -hmm. are so varied and mismatched and crazy. There's actually, in Salzburg, there's a Christmas museum. And they go through kind of all of this. Like, there's a whole room, you know, that starts at the beginning of the history of, like, where, you know, St. Nicholas or Santa sure. Claus and kind of the mishmatch of, uh, of, of gods and people of that names and people, formed yeah. him. Right. His different costumes that different cultures put him in, um, his different sidekicks, or uh, I guess you could call them the anti-clauses, such as Krampus. Right. Um, well, or and like his, Black Peter, who's yes. Santa's assistant, which is, well, we won't, we won't go into that one. <laughs> I think he started off as like a demon creature, and then unfortunately people... Morphed him into... Morphed him into something else. Yeah. But anyway... But that's their number one. The anti clause suspect is so their far. first. Yes, is is whatever his name is. The anti clause is yes. is the suspect, and not a serial chimney sweep. <laughs> not Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Who? Mary Poppins? Huh? <laughs> Dean. Again, I guess it just shows that he had a very different childhood from the rest of us. Yes, very different. But Dean discovers. Um, that both the people went missing the one thing they had in common was that they the, they both had attended this um like santa's village mm -hmm. um place so mm -hmm. they decided to go check out santa's village yes which i loved <laughs> if we can set the scene of santa's village <laughs> it's your typical like christmas fair you know there's arts and crafts booths there's you know hot there's cocoa making yes there's the Santa Claus, and then there's all these like sad characters Aww. walking around like, like a 
poor guy in a reindeer suit saying hello to the poor guy in the elf suit. Elf suit, yeah. All these elves totally look like elf, by the way. They do. I was. I think it might be exactly that costume. Yeah. Yeah, minus, will, like, the Will Ferrell elf. Mm-hmm. But the colored pants and the, the vest, the, the, yeah. the coat, the hat, all that. I was like, oh, my God, it's elf. Yeah. And I was but not this was like a, <laughs> Yeah, well, this was a couple years after Elf came out, but and I'm sure it was still, like, a big thing. Because Elf came wow. out, I think, in 2005, and if this is 2007, 8, you know, it would still have been... Oh, and if it was, was Christmas time when this aired, then it still would have been like oh, elf time. Elf. Oh, see, I was I thinking st- they were I headed still get time. that way. <laughs> oh, <okay>. Santa, <laughs> yes. I know him. Yeah, but I totally thought that Supernatural was ahead of their time. I had oh. the timeline switched. So, yeah. um, but that's funny though. They look great. The elves. They, they do. All, I mean, there wasn't like they weren't in rundown costumes because they were clean. They just like were kind of. The, the people fitting. inside them that yeah, themselves were, are sad. Yes, <laughs> like, oh, yes, exactly. Exactly. Uh, well, first that's how I have the, to make my money. <laughs> the first push in to the village scene is a, a push in on the sign that's, you know, the little archway sign that you would walk under to enter the village. And it's a, it's a little cutout sign of like Santa Claus, you know, picture Santa Claus over the words Santa's village or Christmas village or something. But it's not a happy Santa on this picture. I was like, not a very welcoming Santa. That was the first thing you see, you know, the push into this village. And then you see all the sad characters. It's like, this is not going to be a good time for anybody. So Sam and Dean are walking, you know, slowly walking, talking through the village. Um, And I think it's really funny in the background behind them. There's a mom who is um, taking pictures of her kids, you know, Mm -hmm. in Santa's village. But she has them standing in front of this Christmas tree. And because of how long this walk and talk is, she's taking a million pictures of her two children in front of this Christmas tree. And she's literally doing every pose you can think of if you're taking yeah. pictures. It's, you know, camera's out here. Now the camera's up close. And now I'm going <laughs> to, it's yeah, yeah. so funny. I'm like, bravo to the extra who had to take 4,000 pictures of her extra children <laughs> in front of this Christmas tree. It was very funny to me. But while they're walking and talking, Dean brings up the idea of, hey, you know, you and I should do Christmas again. You know, we should mm-hmm. have a Christmas thing. And Sam's like, mm, no. no. Yeah, he shuts it down real quick. No, no He I turns so. super Grinch. <laughs> yep. Yep. And uh, <laughs> I love that. Once he like, he, Dean kind of, you know, calls him a Grinch literally and like mm-hmm. walks away from him and Sam's left there kind of sulking and of course then there's this camera push and I keep saying of course how do you know this on this he gets a total stink eye from this like toy reindeer <laughs> pushes the camera pushes I in thought on it kind of looks like a moose I know it's probably supposed to oh, be a reindeer but I'd only saw it, like the tops of the antlers and I was like those look very moose like maybe to it me. was a moose it was a, well, it was it was a, a foreshadowing very- I don't, I don't think oh. we've. I don't think it's been established yet that he's that he's moose. That he's no. moose. Um, but it's hard to tell, and I would assume that it would be a reindeer. That a reindeer. is what would make sense. But anyway, is a cute little cartoony animal with a googly eyes that was giving him the stink eye, which I thought yes. was very cute. And it triggers our first flashback of the episode. Yes. Now we go back to Broken Bow, Nebraska. In 1991, so the boys are little boys. <laughs> yes, little Sam and little Dean. 
Um, so little Sammy is wrapping up a gift in newspaper for dad. He said that he had gotten it from Uncle Bobby to give to him. It's very special. Dad is out on business, and his business is selling stuff. <laughs> and Sam quit asking about it. Yes. yes. Dean and is being a real jerk to little Sam. Little Dean yes. is being a real jerk They're being, to little Sam. Yeah. He does assure him that he'll be there for Christmas because Christmas is coming. You know, Sam's worried. It's like, well, what if dad can't make it? He'll make it. He'll, he, he always does. You know, he'll, yeah, he'll shut he'll up. <laughs> yeah, stop it. Um, and young Dean is the same the same actor. Um, Ridge, what's his name? Knip? Knipe? Mm-hmm. Canape? <laughs> Ridge. Um, he was in Something Wicked. Yeah. So he played little Dean before, but little Sam, young Sam is new. Um, Colin Ford. Um, they both did a great job. Yeah. And especially uh, in this episode, I think little Sam, young Sam did a, mm-hmm. a fantastic job. Yeah. But, but Sam being Sam isn't backing down, even though mm-hmm. Dean's being all super jerky brother to him. You know, he just has questions, you know, he just has questions and I don't blame him. You know, they're right. stuck in these motel rooms yeah, he's just being a kid, you know, asking kid questions. Like, is he a spy? Like, why do we move around? He's a, he's playing the yeah. why game, essentially. Like, yes. why, 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 why? But and then when it, he brings up mom, mom, like, does it have to do with mom? Dean overreacts and we don't talk about mom. You don't talk about mom. I was like, wow, why can't Sam talk about mom? <laughs> why are you being such a jerk about it? It was so over the top. It wasn't like it wasn't like Sam was saying bad about mom, saying anything bad about her, which he's done like in the first episode in the pilot episode. You know, yeah. he does kind of trash talk mom, which is why Dean is like, don't talk about mom that way. Mm-hmm. But like in this moment, he's like, is this why we don't talk about mom? <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Little boy hormones. <laughs> yeah. And so Dean's, Dean's answer that, to that is to storm out and to leave yeah. Sammy alone in the motel room. <laughs> yeah. Great flashback memory for, for Sam. It's like, all yes. right, so, so I, oh, now that's we why you're why. a Grinch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so in present day, uh, Sam snaps back uh, from being distracted by the Christmas moose. To, to Dean, Dean noting, noting that it, there's no snow. He's like, you would think with, you know, Santa's Village that they could at least spring for some snow. Right. <laughs> yeah. Village. So, again, no snow on the ground. No, the kids aren't running around in jackets. They're carrying them in their hands. Yeah. So while they're looking for this anti-clause, you know, they're looking for the signs, which Sam says is walking with a limp and smelling like sweets. Right. So a pimp Santa, as Dean calls him. <laughs> right. That was very funny. That is very funny. But that's also a very supernatural edit there because that's not, again, going... I didn't remember reading anything about that. No. So I think that was just a supernatural... Yeah. And so they come across the old, you know, Santa Claus with, uh, like, was it sit on Santa's lap? And there's this... Now, this Santa is dirty and gross and is, you know, talking to kids like, what do you want? How, how, how? You know, yeah. it's, it's really super creepy and you know. uncomfortable. <laughs> right. And I just right. felt like he was, he was covered in a film, you know, over and, his skin, you know, he was just yeah. like that grungy. Grungy. He's been like, he smokes, you know, he's, his teeth are yellow. His beard is gross. And up walks Elf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to Sam and Dean. And he's like, are you ready for my, are you ready for my, um, 
for me to take your child to sit on Santa's lap. And Sam and Dean are like, oh, no, no, we don't we don't have a kid. Well, no, this is a nice throw Sam under the bus moment. Yeah. Number one. Number <laughs> one. <laughs> Where Dean offers up Sam to go sit on Santa's lap. It's like, oh, man, this is a dream he's had since he was 12. <laughs> and she's like, well, Sorry, Sorry, no, you, no adults yeah, allowed. No adults. <laughs> and then Sam digs the hole even deeper by saying, no, we're just here to watch. <laughs> I don't want to sit on his lap. I just want to watch. Yeah. And she's like, you. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have glorious Dean face who is just basking in the awkwardness. <laughs> that is Sam. And, love, and you know, he's just like chalking up his head. He's like, got, yes. him. <laughs> got one there. So... Santa's lap time is done. I guess he's taking a Santa break. And as he takes the last kid off his lap, he stands up and he starts to walk away. And he's clearly got a limp, full blown limp. And as he walks by Sam and Dean, they're like, did he smell like candy? <laughs> you know, and uh, and they're like, no, 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 it's got to be Ripple. And I had to look up what Ripple is. Um, I assumed Ripple. it was some sort of like butterscotchy liquor. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's like a a, a wine. Yeah basically oh. a, a sweet a sweet wine so yes yeah i've never heard it either i just never but i did that. assume that it was alcohol so the boys oh. follow that night uh the santa suspect to his mobile home <laughs> just to not take any chances stalking santa staking out santa yeah yeah and then dean again brings up his desire to have a good old-fashioned christmas and yeah. sam again completely shuts it down Yep. And suddenly they hear, uh, oh, no, they look out the window because they're sitting in the Impala and they see uh, the Santa guy look out Saint the window. Nic Saint Nicotine. Saint Nicotine, <laughs> which brilliant, by the yes. way. Saint Nicotine. He looks out the window. He's wearing like a, a dirty, like A-line tank, you know. He he looks around real kind of guilty, like, and closes the curtains of his of his trailer. And then suddenly you hear like a woman scream, Sam and Dean pop out of the uh, Impala, guns drawn, by the way, <laughs> and go running up to the uh, the trailer. And Sam takes that moment to kind of stop and say, well, this is kind of funny. And he's like, what? He's like, you know, Mr. Gung-Ho Christmas may have to blow away Santa. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like Dean is like, eh, <laughs> I'll give you that one. But then they burst in on a drunken, stoned Santa who is watching Christmas-themed porn, uh, pun-filled porn. <laughs> you want to egg my nogs? No, knock my yes, eggs. No, the, the, roast, my, roast my chestnuts. <laughs> I don't know. Jingle, it was just like one-liner after one-liner after yeah. one-liner. <laughs> it was great. Santa porn. With the biggest bong, by the way, I think I've ever seen. I don't yeah. have a huge bong resume. But holy cow, that was bigger than the bong that was in Nick's, not uh, in Andy's van. It was like bigger right. than that bong. Because that, that bong would be impossible to like light by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it was like as tall as he was. Right, because you need to like bend down. Like you couldn't have your your, your mouth <laughs> near the the hole or the the part where Pop. you need to inhale the smoke and bend down to light. 
biggest bong to light it at the same time. You can't do you can't do both at the same time. But oh, it was a funny uh, it was visual. A funny prop. It was absolutely hysterical because he also has like a bottle. It looked like of absinthe or something in his hand. So this guy was yeah. ready for a good time <laughs> yeah. by himself. And he pops up, you know, half, you know, inebriated and in whatever he's doing, and he's like, "What are you guys doing here?" <laughs> and the boys. You know, I'm actually going to play the clip. Okay. Because I think that we they could do it better than we could. Silent night. <laughs> Holy night. Holy night. <laughs> Santa joins in and even Santa gets it wrong. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that is, uh, that's got to be intentionally flat. I mean, because we all know that, that Jensen can sing. Oh, so Jensen has been... a beautiful, like, the voice of an angel. Silent night. And if you watch it with subtitles, the <laughs> the words they get wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Around the table. Table. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, brilliant. Why they decided that that was the way to exit, I don't know. But I mean, who, who, like, I want to know Santa. It's like, who kicks in your door and sings carols? Who cares? Yeah. He who obviously cares? didn't he care. Yeah, he bought it 100%. It's a nice segue to the next scene yeah. in which there are actual carols being sung. Yeah. And sung, yeah. you know, correctly and brightly and beautifully. <laughs> yes. Um, I kind of thought it was funny that this is the way it should have sounded. <laughs> yeah. So while the boys are singing, you know, in this uh, mobile home, singing their terrible rendition of Silent Night, the actual monster has made another stop. So we are in a beautiful house again. We have a cute little curly-headed boy. Oh, my God, the um, cutest. Sneaking down the stairs because he heard Santa noises. He's like, Santa, you're early. <laughs> <laughs> cute like a a santa suit but a blood-soaked santa yeah. suit i i felt like it was actually like a skin suit like it wasn't it fuzzy felted mm -hmm. you know it the only fuzzy felty part would have been like the cuffs around his wrists and his boots and those were cut with with blood but his coat is like normally yeah. red felty coat almost was like wet leather or skin it was yeah. gross it was very and the boy just like stands there in shock watching him as bloody santa slowly makes his way up the stairs leaves the little boy goes up yep. the stairs we hear a woman scream we hear a sound and then she stops screaming some more rumbly noises santa comes back down the stairs lugging a, a sack that is moving <laughs> behind <laughs> him it's right. obviously got a human in it. Right. Sounds like a man. Thump, 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 down the stairs. Yep. And then finally, when he gets down the stairs, you hear again, like that just like bone crunch and then stops, the bag stops moving or stops making sounds. And all, all of this right in front of the little boy who was like watching, watching. And the, the expressions on this little boy's face are, are wonderful. <laughs> I mean, he's confused. He's shocked. He's disgusted you know mm -hmm. he's doesn't know if he's next 
you know, yeah. and, and, and the, the next thing we see is this like arm reaching towards the little boy and the little boy's face just does like oh, eyes open wide, like, oh my God, I'm next. And instead this thing, this guy, this creature reaches behind the little boy and takes a cookie and it's like, mm, crunch, 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 cookie <laughs> and leaves <laughs> and yep. takes his bloody sack and leaves and leaves the little boy. I thought it was a really nice touch that as this monster thing is going up the stairs to the parents' bedroom, uh-huh. you can still hear the music playing. The last thing you hear before the, um, right, right after the crunch sound that you hear of him like punching or hitting or killing the mom uh-huh. is, um, all is calm. <laughs> all is calm. Crunch. Dead silence. All music has now stopped. <laughs> and then just hear the thump, thump, thump and the man's groans. Yeah, yeah. So I forgot to mention this with the other little boy scene, but this was a, an episode on the DVD that had a like little vignette or a closer look, little bit, like a behind-the-scenes interview oh, uh-huh. with Kripke. And he said, now there most episodes we have a scene in our heads that we just need to get out onto the screen. And sometimes the script centers around those scenes, oh. you know, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> he had three in this one. Wow. Four, four, if you want to include the little special presentation spinneroo at the beginning. Sure. The first one was the little boy watching Santa or his grandfather get like sucked up into the <laughs> chimney. And then this was the second one. (laughs) Brilliant. This one was brilliant. And then the third one comes later, and I'll let you know when that is. Oh, okay. Okay. But he, I do appreciate that Kripke um, recognizes how twisted he is. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, this is the thing that I needed to see was like a small child being traumatized Traumatized by by, an evil Santa. Santa Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you follow Kripke on Twitter, his, even just when he's talking about the boys, you know, his, his current TV show. The TV like, show, oh, The Boys. Yeah, yeah. The Boys. It, it, he is absolutely twisted. And he, yeah. and he acknowledges it. He's yeah. like, I can't believe we're doing this. This is crazy. Yeah. So this monster thing leaves, again, a little boy. Takes takes a grown-up and, and leaves a little boy. So now I'm mm-hmm. thinking that this is kind of a callback to... Um, uh, what was the there? Clown. There's a the clown, yeah. You know that it it kills the evil doing parents mm-hmm. and and leaves the kids. But although they weren't know. really evil doing. Well, then no, no, no. There, I mean, yes, the clown. But then there was there was somebody else who they killed. Wasn't there an episode? Oh, was it the kids are all right now? I thought oh, there this was... was this is very this is recently. It's the ship. It's the ship. Yes, thank you, thank you. It's that yeah. If you did something wrong, you got you were killed by the yeah. by the ghost. Um, so I was like, wow, that's really soon for them to bring this particular attribute up again. That if you're if you're the evil parent, you get or the evil family member, you get killed. But they're not evil. I know, but it be, but I don't know anything about the parents so far. Like, why oh, is this I see. Christmas right thing now you, doing it? I see. In this moment, watching the episode. I, I don't know why why the kids are being left behind and why the parents are being taken. So it made me gotcha. think the parents have done something wrong. I gotcha. And then I was thinking, if that's the case, didn't we just see an episode like this? I understand. Them. Okay, so the next day, boys are FBI again, interviewing this mom uh, who survived, but she was knocked out cold. So she didn't see or hear anything that happened after she screamed. 
Uh, she just knows that her husband was there, and then all of a sudden he disappeared. Then Sam, out of nowhere, asks about the wreath over their fireplace. <laughs> and gets an amazing look from, from Dean. Dean's like, what's with the sudden interest in greenery? <laughs> and I was what like, where did, Mr. Mr. where did Mr. Bedside go? <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah right but i think Where'd it caught sam reef, off guard too you know so, oh uh i'm just just curious i think he got lost a little bit in his uh venture about trying to figure out this mystery but turns out that he saw that same wreath at the previous house at the walsh's so more so, research time yep back at the green motel sam's on the phone with bobby we don't we don't hear what Bobby's saying, but we get the i we get the idea that he's being Bobby. <laughs> yes, we assume that he's called them idiots. <laughs> yes, probably more than once. Yeah, <laughs> that this is not Santa or evil Santa, you know, doing this. Right. Oh, the one piece of information Bobby was able to get them is that the wreath was most likely made out of meadow sweet, and I guess that's an herb. Uh, yes. Of some- so, and in, according to pagan lore, it attracts gods to human sacrifices. So, yes. as they put it, you know, you hang this on your door and it's basically an invitation for someone to, for the gods to come and kill you. Yes, it's chum for the carnivorous gods, which meadowsweet is, is not a pagan thing at all, I don't think. Because <laughs> I looked it up. It's mostly a medicinal herb. I think it's what they based aspirin off of like they use they made a synthetic ingredient that mimics whatever ingredient is in this plant Um, but i could not find anything about it um being used in paganism or (laughs) witchcraft or i mean maybe they mentioned a couple times like oh it's used for love spells or something because it does smell very sweet okay uh which they mentioned later that it does have like a very strong fragrance a good mm-hmm. fragrance so it was mostly used for wedding ceremonies like they would oh. put it they would throw it on the floor of like the wedding oh to crush it and make the yeah, scent yeah. come up yeah mm-hmm. cool um but in supernatural world <laughs> yes chum for human eating gods yeah so uh sam has continued his research into the into into pagan gods and you know anything surrounding christmas and he comes up with he thinks this could be um the pagan god holdnicker holdnikar um who's the god of the winter solstice and he would give blessings to his worshipers by bringing them mild weather so if you worshiped him or you did the sacrifice uh he would then wish you know grant your grant you you know beautiful weather Uh aha (laughs) <laughs> yes, I and I wrote ah. Oh. <laughs> ah. <laughs> now I get why it's not snowing yeah. in Michigan. I, yes. I do want to point out that on computer and Sam's computer screen, uh, it is not an image of Holdnikar. It is of Krampus's and the Green Man, <laughs> who is like the yeah the Green the, Man in the, the center, god right? of spring, essentially. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> yeah. So they, since they were talking about the Christmas wreaths, they decided to go to a Christmas store, which yes. every town has like all Christmas, all the time stores, right? Mm-hmm. 
And uh, this is where Dean sets up Sam number two. (laughs) So they walk into this Christmas store, which is just, you know, chocked full of of ornaments and Christmas and wreaths and evergreens and la, 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 la. And they start asking about, you know, this wreath. And of course, Dean is like, go ahead, Sam, ask about the wreath. (laughs) That you love so much, you went crazy over. Just Yes, on and on. And I just love... Sam kind of rolls his eyes, grits his teeth, and and plays the game. Um, Sam says, it was yummy. (laughs) Yummy. It was a yummy wreath. I forget whatever, what else happened, but the shop owner ends up calling um, Sam, what's it called? Aren't you a fussy one? Fussy one, yes. Fussy one. Well, he said, well, I have a lot of wreaths, but no, I specifically want one that is made with meadow sweet. It's got to be that one. Aren't you fussy? Turns out he doesn't have any more. And he did not make them. They were given to him by a local lady who makes them. And they were so special that she just... I loved this exchange, this little scene. There was something about like the the quickness of the back and forth. Madge Madge Kerrigan is her name. Madge. Um, That they were she donated them to him essentially. Yeah. And Dean goes, "Oh, well, did you sell them for free? Hell no! It's Christmas. People pay a buttload for this crap. That's the spirit." (laughs) Yep. That tickled me so much. This little scene. (laughs) That's the spirit. Loved it. Loved it. Because he wasn't a jerk. He was just like, yeah. <laughs> People love that shit. That's why yeah. I'm selling it. Literally just in it for the money. That's uh, true. So, so at the motel, doing... The, they go still to, trying... They, they do a lot of back and forth at this motel. Yeah. Maybe it was nearby. Just to know. And it was Dean still, still trying to get Sam to do Christmas. And now he's mm-hmm. like saying, yeah, but don't you remember like... Dad got us a wreath made out of beer cans. Come on, remember how cool that was? You know, and Sam's still, still not having it. And so this time, instead of just shutting him down, it's like, why do you want this so bad? Why do you want, why are you pushing yeah, me so Why have you all Christmas? of a sudden become so fixated on Christmas after yeah. all of these years? Yep. And Dean says, well, this is my last one. You know, I really want to just enjoy Christmas one last time. And, and for that exact same reason, Sam cannot even entertain the idea because right. he like, doesn't want to think of Dean, yeah. you know, being dead a year from now, the next right. Christmas. Right. My next Christmas will be without you. You know, which triggers flashback number number two. Yes. Dean has brought dinner to the motel. <laughs> Funyuns. Um, yeah. <laughs> and pop. And Sam, being Sam, being all inquisitive and investigative, mm-hmm. has found Dad's journal and read it. And he probably read it from cover to cover. Yeah. So he read all about demons and ghosts and monsters. And mom. And mom. And confronts Dean. He's like, yeah, Boom, I read it. Yeah. You know. And Dean's mad, but he's like, all right, you shouldn't have read it. Dad's going to kill you. But Sam pushes past that and says, you know, so are monsters real? You know, and Dean's like, yeah, yeah, they are real. And you know what? Dad's a superhero because mm-hmm. dad hunts monsters. You know, that's why that our dad is so cool. He's the best. He's yeah. keeping us safe. And and Sam, you know, keeps doing his investigating. And it's like, well, if monsters 
can get mom because is, is that what happened to mom? Yes. So if monsters can get mom, then monsters can get dad and then monsters can get us, mm-hmm. you know, and now Dean gets to, you know, kind of be the, I don't want to say the father figure, but just the, the more mature person this time, instead of reacting and being like, no, we don't talk about it. No, you're going to get in yeah, trouble. He's yeah. like, dad won't let that happen. You know, dad's a superhero. That's not how this works, you know? And that's like, that's the bottom line. This is why yeah. dad isn't here but he will be here. Yeah. Yeah. But despite Dean's assurance, you know, Sam is just, he's too upset. You know, he just, he just goes to bed, you know, kind of, that's a lot of information for a a small child to take in. You know, so he's just like, you know what? Santa's not real. Yeah. Monsters are real, but Santa's not, you know, which is the complete opposite. Again, be careful what you tell kids, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, It's like, and he does, so he goes to bed and he's, you know, obviously upset and crying not not weeping but you know his world's been literally turned upside down yeah oh i felt bad for him but i love the i love the acting in those scenes Mm -hmm, those kids mm -hmm. so the next day sam and dean are at um the carnigans carnigans i think it's kerrigan kerrigans okay i think i wanted to not say kerrigan because i was thinking of nancy kerrigan and i was like that can't be right but it is kerrigan okay (laughs) Um, there's Christmas music playing outside. They've got all the lawn, Christmas lawn ornaments. Mm-hmm, although the Christmas mm-hmm. music to me sounded slightly off, just, you know. <laughs> so they go to the house. Madge Kerrigan. Uh, we're introduced to her, who is suspiciously sweet and leave it to Beaver esque. Yes, she is like perfect fifties housewife. Yes, like even even has like rosy oh gosh, cheeks. golly darn, you know all oh, of yeah. those. Oh, oh, you Merry Christmas! I want to point just... out that uh, I was gonna say before they actually knock on her door, Dean is still like a little butthurt over <laughs> Sam. You know, uh, kind of poo pooing on Christmas, but not only poo pooing on Christmas, but like introducing the the idea that you know Christmas isn't the day that Jesus was born; it's the pagans who usurped. I mean, it was a pagan holiday that the Christians served. Oh, yes, yes. So there was that conversation that we kind of um, we glossed uh, over. But I, yeah, I Sam gives over. a Christmas les- lesson. Jesus isn't actually born on Christmas Day. It was like a Christianity versus pagans thing. Christianity kind of won, which is I think all true. <laughs> I know you're. I think you're absolutely right. Um, and and I think Dean is bummed out by that. So he kind yeah. of gets a dose of what Sammy got as a little boy. You know, that everything he thought was true isn't true. And so yeah. Dean, and Dean's yeah, kind of, yeah. when he walks up to the door, he's all still kind of harumphing over the, yeah. you know, pagans, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> pagan practices. So when uh, Madge opens the door, um, they ask her about her wreaths. Are you the woman who makes the wreaths? And uh, she's like, oh, yes, they smell so sweet. And then, you know, no, I don't have any more. Why do you make them out of meadow sweet? Oh, they just smell so sweet. And Dean's like, yeah, you said so. <laughs> you know, you said that. We get it. They, they smell sweet. Enter Mr. Kerrigan. And he is like, Mr., uh, you know, I, what did I say? Leave it to Beaver? No. Oh, you know what he said? He reminded me in another life, Joe could have been this guy. Joe oh. Fight Guy. Kinda the face, I could see the it. The face, exactly. That's all. I was just thinking his facial features. I was like, oh my god, Joe could have totally been this yeah. guy. But yeah, so this guy, same thing. He's like Mr. Fifties Perfect House Husband. You know, he's got the pipe. Mm-hmm. He's got the whoa, hey boys, what are you doing vest. here? <laughs> Sweater vest. Oh yeah. 
Um, I mean, these, these two people are perfect to the nth degree. If you yeah. were back in the fifties and I love that he even offers, uh, Dean like peanut brittle. <laughs> yes. Hey, Hey kids want some peanut brittle? You know, Dean like goes to take it and Sam's like, a, a... <laughs> just Dean, slaps his hand away. <laughs> we don't take candy from strangers, right. especially, especially from strangers who could potentially be pagan gods yeah. <laughs> who are murdering people. So they have no wreaths. Um, they don't have any more wreaths. And uh, fudge. All right. So now we're back to research time again at the motel. <laughs> Although this time, Sam is Sam is researching Dean. However, instead of loading guns and oiling guns and no, stuff like he's that, sharpening he's... up a steak, <laughs> carving his own evergreen steaks because Bobby said evergreen is what kills them is their kryptonite yes um but sam found what he was looking for just to confirm that it was actually them that the kerrigans lived in seattle last year where a bunch of the same things happened right and also their home on the inside was not covered up in mistletoe and holly but in like mint and other kinds of (sighs) pagan herbs that are involved with pagan things so right Great. Found our people. Let us go. Let's go get them. So back at the Kerrigans. Yes. <laughs> Come All Ye Faithful is playing. Yes. <laughs> As they're walking out there. This oh. time they pick the lock and then we take a tour of Capasso's house. <laughs> <laughs> and by that you mean? Yes. So, dear listeners, uh, this was a little inside joke, but we have a, a mutual friend who is the most Christmas crazy human being I've ever met in my entire life. Remember the How first time going over um, in the apartment? There were like four. And at the house, I think at one point he had seven. Oh, my God. No, nine Christmas trees altogether, but two of them are artificial. <laughs> the rest are real. <laughs> wow. Wow, that's a lot of trees. It's a lot of ornaments. It's a that's lot a of, of a that's lot. a lot of Christmas. It's a lot of Santa. It's a lot of Christmas. It's oh so much Christmas. And it's very similar to this house that they're walking through, <laughs> yes. it might even be more than this right. house they're walking right. through. Right. Yeah. Christmas everywhere. It kind of looked like the store, you know? Yes. Every, there's there's tris, Christmas tchotchkes everywhere. Yes. And uh, even, like, the kitchen. The kitchen table is, like, filled with cookies, like Christmas cookies uh-huh. of, different, of different kinds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, in the kitchen, Sam finds a bolted and locked door, which yes. we assume they pick those locks because next thing we see is Sam and Dean heading down a flight of stairs into a basement. Um, a bloody flight of stairs. Oh, yeah. This whole basement is just covered in blood. Um, like dripping and pooled sticky. and smears. Yeah. It's, yes. uh, there's body parts mm-hmm. everywhere. Um, there's like the bloody Santa boots are there, that yeah, bloody the Santa suits. coat. Um, there's bloody tools and chains. Like there's a, um, a bandsaw that clearly still has human detritus on it. on it. It's like, yeah. oh God. You're not a very cleanly, uh, 
pagan I, god. Pagan god. <laughs> oh, no. It's just, oh, it's just gross. Yeah. And, uh, and then Sam finally sees... they come across, like, a Santa bag yes. hanging on a hook from a wall. A and he kind of, like, poke, 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 pokes it. And then it starts moving and thrashing. And, like, uh-huh. and at the same time, Madge leaps out yes. and grabs Sam. And and even as evil as she is in this moment, she's like, I kind of wish you guys hadn't done that. Yes. You know, kind of wish you boys hadn't found your way down here. Yeah. Um, total jump scare moment. But she but she grabs Sam and starts choking him one-handed, like lifts yeah. him off the ground with one hand and is choking him while still being completely pleasant and nice about it. Yes. Turns out um, Madge is very strong. Very strong. And then the husband comes by. I, fr- yeah. I didn't ever catch his name. No, I just kept calling him Mr. I think that's totally fine. Mr. Okay. Kerrigan. Mr. Kerrigan comes by again and like knocks Dean out. And then there's a really cool effect that happens where I think Sam has his flashlight still in his hand while he's thrashing against Madge's hand. And it it, it sweeps over the faces of Madge and Mr. Kerrigan. And their yep. faces just kind of turn... Monstery? Monstery. Like gray... It's almost like we could see their skulls, you know, a like, like gray skulls under their, uh, under their skin. Um, yes. And it was just a glimpse. It was just a glimpse. Uh-huh. So yeah. Sam and Dean wake up tied to chairs in the kitchen. Both of them mm-hmm. are back to back. They can't see each they're, other. They're tied indie style. Yes, exactly. <laughs> From uh, 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 Last Crusade. Yes, yes. Christmas music still playing. It's um, still Christmas everywhere. And they, Madge and Mr. Kerrigan, are still being their super Cunningham selves. Yes. Um, as they're explaining themselves and prepping for this ritual, because ritual is still very important to them. <laughs> and they do not, Mr., appreciate the way that they are talking. Watch your mouth, young man. And Sam, he's like, well, it's good to know that we're dealing with uh, Mr. and Mrs. God. <laughs> glad we figured that one out <laughs> yeah right um and uh did you notice that mister has a pin on his sweater that says think snow no <laughs> yeah i thought that was really cute because i was looking at their sweaters i was like those are some super big christmas sweaters I know. you know madge had a little flashing pin but his actually said think snow and i was like now that's comedy <laughs> no i was watching madge like put napkins on the boys laps <laughs> To prep right. for the mess that they're about to make. I, I also love that Dean and Sam are like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> the napkin what is going on here? But they drop their facade for just a second, not their actual faces, but they drop the premise of being polite for just a second. And Mr. Kerrigan says, well, you're hunters. Like, we figured it out. You guys are hunters. And then he switches back on to... But that's okay. We're gonna, you know, invite you to dinner anyway. <laughs> yeah. Type of thing. But they try to defend themselves because they say we used to take hundreds of victims every year, and now we only take like four or five. That's not so bad. That's not so bad. You know, we had to go into we? yeah. We had to go into hiding because Jesus took over everything. Right, that Jesus fella. <laughs> yeah. Like, we play bridge. We go to church. We, you know, we do all the things, you know. We, what do you call it? Assimilate. And they're doing all this while holding, like, torture implements in yeah. their hands. Right. They slice each boy's arm 
a few times, <laughs> you know, to gather blood in a, you know, a bowl goblet type of thing. All righty roo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Slice. Yeah. And then, oh, this was hard to watch. One of those torture implements is like a crazy pliers looking thing. It's a fencing vice grip pliers. I looked it up. I did. Okay. I did. I did. Okay. Fencing vice grip pliers. So something you would use to pull staples out of fences, out of wooden posts ah. that you would use to uh, well, string sense. like barbed wire across yeah. fences, fence posts. So you'd use those pliers to pull. remove the staples. Well, it's the right tool for the job, apparently. It is. And this job would be to pull out Sam's fingernail. I will admit my stomach flipped when yeah. I watched this. Uh, not in the nausea, like, bar flip, but in the, it just did this whoop. It, yeah, it made your fingers hurt because, yeah. you know, you're like, it, oh, even, my God. Yep. Even so, knowing that that was coming up when I went back to watch it the second yeah. time, I looked away. I couldn't watch it, even knowing that it's, you know, it's fake and stuff like that. I couldn't. I was just like, nope. I just turned my yeah. head away, and I waited for the sound, which... Audio, hello, oh, I know. <laughs> so bad. I um, know. Crazy, slow, torturous pulling off of yeah. Sam's fingernail. Ugh. Oh, we got a good one. Uh, yeah, that made me feel. Uh... <laughs> yeah, it it made me oogie. It 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 fully made me oogie. <sighs> yeah. So in the meantime, though. Dean, of course, is being Dean, and he's like, "You bitch, you, you, you know, stop it, son of a bitch, you said bitch." And and Mrs. Kerrigan's like, "Now listen, if you're gonna mm -hmm. swear at me, you need to change your words." Yeah. <laughs> now, mm -hmm. I always, you know what I say when I want to curse? I say fudge. fudge, and I love that she says fudge while she's holding up this like silver sickle bladed, you yeah. know, knife. I say fudge. And, and Dean's response is, I'm going to fudge and kill you. <laughs> yeah. Yes. There you go. Fudging touch me, I'll fudge and kill you. And she's like, that's yes. right. That's the way to do it. Yes. You're learning. So now that Sam's fingernail has been pulled out, Mr. Kerrigan goes to Dean to then pull a tooth from his head. Because that's all Ugh. they need. That's one, the last ingredient they need for whatever ritual they're doing. Oh, God. Gets his little pliers up in there. It's loose, like you can see it wiggling and like start to pull out when all of a sudden the doorbell rings. Thank God. Thank God. I don't think that <laughs> I could Even Dean says, that. don't you think you need to get that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is somebody going to get the door? I really think you should get the door. Oh, God. Now, I've had many teeth pulled. Many, 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 many teeth pulled. And that, again, another scene where I had to turn my eyes away because I was like, nope, nope, mm. can't watch this. I also love, though, a, a quote for this episode was uh, Mr. Kerrigan. He's a sweet Peter on a popsicle stick. <laughs> we almost forgot the tooth. Sweet Peter on a popsicle stick. Oh, my God. So doorbell rings, saving Dean from having his teeth yanked out with pliers. Yes, at that moment, anyway. Turns out at the door is a neighborly neighbor who's giving away a fruitcake and inviting them to go Christmas caroling and... Oh boy, Merry Christmas, and everyone's very cheery, um, over the top, Christmassy, polite, yes, saccharine, yes. sweet. Yes. They decline um, the offer. His his back has been acting up. So when she leaves, they drop the fruitcake, step on it unceremoniously, and 
I head back into the kitchen to resume the ritual. Ah, but that was just enough time for the boys to make their escape. Right. Don't leave the Winchesters alone for two seconds. Right. And then don't walk back into that room because they are going to lock you in there. Lock you in there. Sam and Dean (laughs) managed to slam the doors shut to the kitchen and block them. So now the Mr. and Mrs. are locked in the kitchen, banging on the doors. And Sam and Dean are like, well, our weapons are in the basement where they grabbed us. So what can we do to to kill them? You know, what? where are we going to find Evergreen? Ta-da! Oh, Christmas look at tree. the Christmas tree over there. Look, there's a Christmas tree. So I feel bad. Anytime you see a Christmas tree get knocked over, even though it's kind of funny when it does, I'm still like, oh, it makes me feel sad. <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, the Christmas tree got knocked over. But Sam and Dean rush over, knock over their Christmas tree, and start yanking branches off to make spears, I guess, or stakes yeah. um, out of them. As they're tearing the branches off the tree, suddenly it gets quiet. The pounding has stopped in the, <laughs> the kitchen. The kitchen gets quiet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the kitchen gets quiet. The pounding on the doors has stopped. Somehow, uh, Mr. and Mrs. have gotten out. And of course, oh. I, wrote, I wrote down, they're gods. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, right, I was ch- gods. literally just about to say that. It's like, well, they yeah. are gods. So. They are gods. They're gods. They got out. And this was a pretty great, if not short, fight scene. Yes. Um, so Dean gets gets his ass kicked by Mr. Rogers, and Sam gets gets a pretty good thrashing thrashing by June Cleaver. <laughs> you know? But it is short because uh, Sam grabs an evergreen branch, slashes at uh, Madge with it. It kind of burns her, uh, and then in the next moment, just gullets her with the uh, yeah. with the evergreen branch. Just pfft, stabs her in the stomach and. Yeah end of Madge and of course Mr. is like no Madge and Dean uses that that moment of distraction to then take his branch and stab Mr. and not only just like harpoon him with the branch with the tree branch but like stab him repeatedly over and over again like I am making sure you are dead in a typical Dean fashion Merry Christmas Merry Christmas Mm -hmm. says Sam you want a Christmas here you go yep so now we cut to the third and final flashback of the scene. Little Dean is waking little Sammy. Look, dad came for Christmas, but then left. But yeah. look what he brought. <laughs> There's a poor, sad little Charlie Brown Christmas tree. I love that. I was like, oh, I Dean, know. you're the best. Not only yeah. did you get a Christmas tree, but he got lights. And it is, I even wrote down Charlie Brown Christmas tree, too. So I thought that was such a nice touch. Yeah. And look so at all the like, gifts. Oh, Dig in. Let's on. go. Sam's like, yay! You know, he, yeah. he's bummed that dad's not there, but he's like, all right. Yeah, he okay, I got Christmas. And tears it open, and it's a Barbie doll. Mm-hmm. And Sam's confused. <laughs> he's like, all right. Dean's like, ah, don't worry about it. And, you know, he makes the... the dad just thinks you're a girl. <laughs> girl. Yeah, yeah, girl joke. Yeah. So then the second present ends up being a uh, twirly-whirly a, a twirly baton. <laughs> <laughs> So Sam uh, very quickly realizes, you know, Dad didn't come. You Dad did this. Come. Where did you Where did you get these presents from? Yeah, and Dean and, admits to stealing them from a house down the road. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Swear I did not know they were chick presents. Right, right. So this brings Sam back down because he's like, his pop, Dad, Dad probably didn't come because he's dead. You know, it's like, right. what if he's hurt? Or what, you know, what if he died? Don't worry. Takes a breather and then pulls out that newspaper wrapped present and hands it to Dean. He says, I want you to have this. 
because dad lied to me and he once. doesn't really deserve <laughs> this. Yeah. yeah. So I want you to have it. Yep. And Dean opens it up and it's the Samulet. The Samulet. It's obviously, for those of you who know the show, it's yes. what Dean is wearing in every his episode. Necklace. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's his, his necklace. necklace. Um, but it also later in the series holds uh, even greater importance. Right. Um, and we do call it the Samulet instead of the Amulet because Sam gave it to Dean. And Dean graciously says, I love it. Thank yep. you. And puts it and he right wears on. it. Yep. And it was like, it was an honest emotion. And I was so happy for that. Yeah. You know, it yeah. was honest. He wasn't trying to be consoling and, and being, you know, sorry, dad's no. not here. Yes, I'll wear no, your necklace. It's a super, it was, cool, it's a super yeah. cool necklace. Jump to the so, present. Yeah, present day. Dean comes home to another Charlie Brown Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one's like jammed into an oil drum or something, yeah. you know, or a paint can. Yeah, and like so um, a pitiful like Merry Christmas banner across the wall. <laughs> The whole thing is very Charlie Brown, but it's a Christmas. It's a Christmas that Dean came home to and he wasn't expecting. And it's complete with heavily spiked eggnog and, and Sam's goofy faces. Yeah. (laughs) Sam was actually pretty like, what do you think? You know, look, I I think it it was kind of proud. Yeah. Yeah. I did it. And, uh, and if you don't know in the scene where, um, Sam hands Dean some eggnog, it's like, you know, cheers, let's do eggnog. You know, let me know if it needs more, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> more alcohol. Um, Jared actually did put real rum in the oh, eggnog. He did? <laughs> yeah. So the face that you see with, with Jared Jensen going, like, ooh. Yeah. It's because it was like 90% rum and huh. 10% eggnog. So so he's like, let me know what you think. You know, yeah. it's because Jared actually like super heavy spiked it. Nice. And they, so they decide to exchange gifts. And it turns out they both did get each other gifts, even though the yeah. other person said, no, we're not doing Christmas. Yeah. You know, they still got each other gifts from the gas station. <laughs> 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 so Dean gave Sam um, some nudie magazines <laughs> and shaving cream. Um, and Sam gave Dean oil and, and a candy bar. Yeah. <laughs> right. So it was really sweet. He's like, yeah, fuel for my baby and fuel for me, you know. Yeah. And I love that Sam actually acted really excited about the nudie magazines. Yes. <laughs> He's like, it's like skin mag. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Dean says, Merry Christmas, bro. He's never called Sam bro before. And I don't know if he does again. Oh, Something to, to keep an eye on. It's just, I thought that was an interesting little, yeah. you know, didn't call him Sammy. And Sam wants wants to start up a heavy conversation. And he says, hey, Dean, mm-hmm. dot, 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 <laughs> decides to leave it for another day and says, you want to watch the game? Yeah. So then they turn on yeah. the game and then the camera pulls out to another Christmas carol. It's um, um, Have, Have Yourself, yourself a, a Merry Little Merry Christmas. Christmas by Rosemary Clooney. Yes. George Clooney's aunt. And the camera pulls back, and finally, it's snowing in Michigan. Yep. Yeah, I love that the camera leaves them in this, like, somewhat warm motel room. It pulls out through the window and pulls back, pulls back to the parking lot, and you see snow falling on the Impala, Yeah, which was really beautiful. This Um, was a really nice shot because it had all of the colorful Christmas lights reflecting in the Impala and, and then the snow falling down. Yep, and then the brother's safe and warm 
inside yeah. together Watching the game um via the last musical line refrain that you mm-hmm. hear is um we'll have to muddle through somehow yeah until then like, we'll have to muddle through somehow yep and i was like mm, we're gonna leave it all behind for today yep and the rest of it we just have to muddle through and i was like well christmas had the uh you know all the poignancy that they needed and it's so true for their lives Mm -hmm. um very very nice it was a it was a great little walk away so to speak I was ready to leave this episode like as soon as it you know did that beautiful pullback with snow finally and Paula I was like yay you know mm-hmm. we get a break again I talk about needing breaks from some of the episodes yeah. just because they're so tension filled this was a nice break it wasn't mm-hmm. like they were I mean yes they were tortured but it wasn't the um you know it wasn't yellow eyes danger it was you yeah. know uh it wasn't fully filled with angst the way it is so it was a nice a nice breather for the end but I mm-hmm. had some questions and I, and I, it's questions. I think remember in the beginning, I said, I felt like there were some, some holes like uh-huh. in the, in this, I just had some questions and you can tell me to not ask them or you can answer them the way you usually do, which is because I didn't think about it, or you've got the answer, or you can just tell me to, or it's just, it's TV, it's just a TV show. Why would the pagan gods keep an evergreen tree in their house the one thing that can kill them (laughs) so and that and while i love the effect of this evergreen tree like like it burned her when sam slashed her with it how do they decorate the tree without burning themselves See, i didn't i I guess i either didn't catch it or i didn't read it that way it didn't seem like like it burned her i think it was maybe with the branch coming off it was just like oh oh no now it's a weapon um But that I is a very a good s- question. Is like, why would they keep, keep something the one thing that can kill them? Yeah, in the apartment. Mm-hmm. So that was. Oh, I did forget to mention that was Kripke's third scene that he really wanted was oh, somebody the, the being killed by a Christmas by tree. A Christmas tree. <laughs> you are a sick individual, Eric Kripke. And we love you for it. Why bother with the Santa disguise? Uh, why would the gods bother dressing up as? santa a if they're just this bloody freaking mess of a santa you know what i mean so why the why the whole santa disguise other than to confuse people when they've left you know like how people could describe what they saw if they were left alive that no that's a really good answer because it's always children that see it and so they're going to be the ones to say it was santa santa and i would also attribute it to how much importance they place on ritual and maybe that is part of the ritual okay no i get that that's good see thank you sammy shrug all right um why don't they take kids just a question yeah why not and then my other my final question was why bother with the wreaths if they weren't attracting the gods because they're the gods she made them right but weren't they supposed to be attracting her to right. the, I mean, maybe that's how Ooh, it started. So, okay, here's a thought that just came to me. So she makes them, right? And then she gives mm-hmm. them to the guy. And then and the then guy he- sells them. So maybe this is her way of, okay, I can smell it. 
from afar. Maybe she's got like super sensitive nose to Meadowsweet. And mm-hmm. so she doesn't pick them at random. Maybe then she just picked for her. Yeah. She, I, yeah it just, she plays like a little game of of since humans are no longer setting out sacrifices for her, right. she plants the seed of sacrifice yes. by Okay. That was my thing. I was like, what's the point? You know, and if yeah. she has Meadowsweet, because she puts Meadowsweet around Sam and Dean's necks, and that's yeah. part of their ritual. It's like, oh, we yeah. can't start the ritual without the Meadowsweet. Yeah. But um, but that was my question. I was like, they're self, they're self-picking, they're yeah, you know, they're, they they're self-chumming, self-chumming they, the water. They definitely are. You know, it's like me setting out glasses of wine, you know, for myself. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So anyway, that was it. It was a fun episode. Yeah. And I loved I loved the guest the guest actors on us. The kids, all of the kids, not just the Sam and Dean, yeah. but all the, the Christmas kids and the Mr. and Mrs. Kerrigan. Uh, Edward, the guy played Edward, Mr. Kerrigan, oh, okay. um, is is Spencer Garetti. And let's see, he's another one of those actors who's been on everything. Yeah. X Files. Twenty one Jump Street back in the day. And something else that I can't read because of my hands are so bad. Um, <laughs> and uh, Madge Kerrigan is Marilyn Gar. Uh, she was also on an X Files. Mm-hmm. Um, she was also on Twenty One Jump Street, and she was <laughs> actually also on MacGyver. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so they were not in the same episodes, though, because I did check oh, that. I was like, okay. oh my gosh, what are the chances of them being yeah. in the same episode? Yeah. But um, yeah, they. They absolutely are those actors that you see everywhere. Oh, shout out to our friend Joe, who could have been uh, Mr. Kerrigan in looks. 30 years from now. <laughs> well, yes, I was not intimating, Joe, that you look like. <laughs> Never mind. Dig that, dig that hole in deeper. So what's next? What's the next one? Our next episode is, I'm probably not going to pronounce this right, Maleus Maleficarum. Mm, okay. Well, Latin handful. Yep. Good thing it's not a spoken language anymore, so no one's going to correct <laughs> yeah. you about the pronunciation. What if we just happen to have like a Latin scholar that is one of our listeners? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually. Well, actually, you probably would have called us out sooner when I said that one of the incantations, Sam, ended with the word booby. Well, boobies. So, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Cool. All right. Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Too bad it's not July. Christmas in Happy July. Christmas in July. Christmas yeah. in May. That's okay. That's okay. Merry Christmas, Sammy. Merry Christmas, Valerie. Merry Christmas to you all. Thank you for listening. <laughs> you can follow well us. You can yes, we can follow us, subscribe to us, and rate us anywhere you can do so for podcasts. Uh, you can also follow us on social media. We are at Salt and Burn This Everywhere. And we will see you next week for Maleus Maleficarum. Maleficarum. We'll see if I can figure out how to pronounce it by next week. (laughs) By then, all right. (laughs) Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.